Hello everyone and Greetings. welcome to what was already a half recorded podcast but Michael can't manage <laughs> looking at the recording. Um, so this is the second time we're recording this today. It's, um, uh, just put your computer down. It's fine. It's not going anywhere. It's completely crashed. So um, Quality was supposed to be fantastic because we're testing out our new mic setup. But that's not going to happen so I apologise for the inferior... Uh, recording device but um yes it is what it is um so again hello and welcome yes hope you're all having a safe week out there um and so on and so forth i would typically ask you what's new with you but we already had a 40 minute discussion about our hot water service deciding Um, to not be a hot water service anymore yeah um basically shit itself um, so yeah, basically no hot water for two days. Uh, Life if... is so hard for the white people. Um, and our NBN isn't here yet, but apparently our hot water service is coming back tomorrow because our landlord didn't want to pay the weekend fee. So, uh, yeah, we, uh, get a new hot water system on Monday. Um, Allegedly NBN on Tuesday. Yep. But uh, considering everything else is going wrong at the same time <laughs> as well, uh, who knows, maybe my laptop will die and then, you know, yeah. So. Maybe it's time for a new one, bud. It's, I don't know what's going on with this, but at the end of the day, it, it just. <laughs> moment, we were three quarters of the way through the episode. Yeah. And then you decided to tell me that it wasn't working. <laughs> it's literally, so what it's, what it did was it crashed and then. Um, it keeps crashing and loading, crashing and loading, crashing and loading. It only kept 16 minutes of the actual uh, this intro. This is why you shouldn't have other things open. And it's just, I've got hardly anything open. What's it, hardly anything? Basically, all I'm running is uh, the, the podcast menu, um, audition. That's it. It's Right on. Fair enough. Um, we did quickly cover some gaming updates. Um Basically, I'm level 108. I don't know what level you are. I'm um, level 59. Um, we talked about Cyberpunk being delayed till November. Um, apparently, uh, Activision has come out and said that in the mid-season patch, which apparently will be mid-July, they're going to start nerfing some weapons. So get in and be quick with all of your um, you know, weapon camo challenges and everything like that as you can do <laughs> while well, we still all work from home um i kind of reckon i'll just speed through the other bullshit before we get to the main reason we're here um uh as always the black lives matter card will be in our description so you can find a very fast link to all the donation sites all the petitions from what i understand that link is being updated pretty much daily so um please go on in there and donate if you can. Um, we spoke about Sam Newman, who is an AFL or Aussie Rules football commentator, who's an absolute asshole, and he decided to call George Floyd a piece of shit. Um, I think it was on his podcast, and then Channel 9 received word that a lot of people had signed a petition saying that he needed to be fired, and they allowed him to just resign. Yeah. Um. Obviously, this doesn't take away his voice because he still has his podcast. Um, 
this is kind of like scratch of the tip of the iceberg behavior for him because he's put on blackface before. Um, there's one really good um, female footy journalist and analyst and she's really spot on most of the time. Uh, he spoke about how he wanted to drown her. Um, he's made a lot of transphobic comments in the past. So, you know, typical white bogan bitch. And they let him get away with a lot of things. So the fact that they finally fired him, well, fired in quotation marks, they allowed him to resign over this suggests a lot. Yeah, because I think, okay, yeah, no worries. Like, you know, if they fire him, there's going to be so much media backlash and so much backlash from the community. No, they should have fired him for what it did. It's not like it was something that they should have allowed him to resign over. But, you know, because a lot of the general populace are, you know, a bit dumb. That it is. Oh, and then more importantly, wanted to give a quick update on um, the Breonna Taylor case. Sorry, I'm plugging my iPhone charger because that's what we're recording on right now. Yeah. And I just realised that my battery is extremely low. So, deuces. Um, so, uh, where was I going with this? Oh, the, um, the chief Schrodinger, who's the new police chief, um, he decided to initiate termination procedures against Officer Brett Hankinson, um, who allegedly was the person, or the officer, I should say, who fired 20 rounds, eight of which hit Brianna. Um, And then, obviously, he went AWOL afterwards. So um, the Louisville mayor, in his statement, um, he said that, unfortunately, due to a provision in state law that I very much would like to see changed, both the chief and I are precluded from talking about what brought us to this moment or even the timing of this decision. Uh, because there is a law that states that um, because he disobeyed SOP and uh, he used he had use of deadly force unless he is charged um, and it's not just an alleged violation um, Nothing will come out in statement. Hopefully that law will be changed. Um, but, you know, it's all about protecting your own. So what are you going to do? Oh, and then we talk, spoke about um, Oshkosh because um, I subscribed to their email and I have for about 10 years. Um, and so they're the, the people that overtook Hummer's contract. Um, and so the army, the US Army uh, Contracting Command, uh, has decided to add to their Detroit arsenal and ask for a $61.8 million uh, modification um, so that they can make trailers for their joint light tactical vehicles. Nice. And then we would hypothesise that it's because of all these riots and stuff because they're increasing their arsenal from 32 to 3,541. I wonder why you'd need that amount of an increase. Given the current... Um, environmental climate, political climate, um, obviously we don't stand it, but it is what it is. That's a lot of money. It is. It's shit tons considering America will spend, you know, upwards of 18 million on some things. Well, 61 million on that. Yeah. Anything on a military contract can be crazily huge, up into the billions, similar to the F-23 Raptor, you know. Yep. But, you know. No money for their people. No, but plenty of money for military equipment. Oh, that's what's important. That's what's important. Oh, yeah. Um, all right, so I want to jump into today's podcast episode, because, well, actual main topic, I should say, because that's the most important thing. Um, 
today I wanted to discuss something that doesn't necessarily have a petition out there. Um, and so I wanted to bring some more light to that to this case, for lack of a better term. Um, but before we get into it, this is not meant to minimise the pain or loss that followed um, the person and the family in the events that we will be discussing. If you have any information regarding any criminal activity or if you just want to report something that doesn't feel right, please contact Crime Stoppers. They're an um, anonymous service. They're, um, you can pretty much request to be identified, but ideally it's anonymous. So unless you say otherwise, they're not going to identify you. Um, it's an independent not-for-profit organisation that's part of a larger global network. And if you find yourself able to donate, please do. Um, so again, this is not meant to be disrespectful to the victim or to their family. Um, unlike some of the other cases I've researched in the past, this one doesn't have a lot of official information out there. It's literally just the largest body of information comes from the family and the interviews that they've had um, on television, I guess I could say. Um, so it's a little bit, it's honestly just the racial stereotyping, prejudice, profiling is absolutely disgusting in this case, but we will get into all of that. Um, but today we're going to be discussing um, a missing person, well, two missing people, actually. Akia Shaunta Eggleston and her unborn son, who's referred to as Baby Eggleston. Um, Akia, I'm just going to read off her FBI missing person profile um, sheet. So she disappeared on the 3rd of May 2017 in Baltimore City, Maryland. She was born on the 6th of September 1994. Her hair was black at the time of her disappearance. Her eyes brown. She weighed approximately 100 pounds. She's African-American. Her height is 4 foot 11 inches. She uh, identified as female. Um, in terms of scars and other markings... On her FBI profile, it lists that she has a tattoo of cherries on her left shoulder blade. But her family have also come out and said that she has tattoos of building blocks and the name Emery on her upper left arm. Um, so I guess just jumping into the basic bio, she was last seen on the 3rd of May in 2017 in the Inner Harbour area of Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, just a few days before she was supposed to attend a baby shower for the arrival of her son, her second child. She was eight months or 37 weeks pregnant at the time of her disappearance. And this is an actual very high risk pregnancy because baby Eggleston was in breach. She was supposed to be on bed rest and she was going to um, have a C-section. She was reported missing after she failed to show up for her baby shower, which was something that her family said she was looking forward to for several months. It was something that she had spent months planning and she'd put a $900 deposit down on this party. So I don't know about you, but... Pretty shit. Um, apparently the day she went missing, she went to the bank and withdrew over $500 in cash, which her family and her bank say was an unusual amount for her. There was security footage of her at the bank, um, overlooking like the bank teller's desk, if that makes sense. And so you can see that she's heavily pregnant. Um, she didn't look to, to me, she didn't look to be in distress. Um, she... There were no timestamps on the footage, so I don't know what time of day, at least on the footage um, 
versions, I guess you could say, copies that I saw circulating online. I couldn't see timestamps or dates or anything like that. Um, however, the Baltimore Police Department originally said that IKEA had visited several banks, but that that um, was a miscommunication on the police department. Um, so they pretty much came and said, oh, she was basically bank hopping, withdrawing lots of money from different ATMs and different bank offices when, in fact, she'd just been to the one, right? But they never came out and corrected that statement. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Something suspicious going on. The bank that she went to was approximately um, three miles from her apartment um, on Cherry Crest Road, and... The footage that captured her inside the bank was the last time anyone saw her because she had never been heard from again. And the money that she withdrew disappeared along with her and her son. So she was reported missing on the 7th of May. So we have a large gap in time there. Um, She didn't appear for her baby shower. And so her grandmother called her stepdad and said, look, we haven't seen Akia. And then her family went and decided to check her apartment and they found that everything was gone except her bed. Um, her bedroom dresser had been gone, like was missing, as were all of her clothes. So to them, it looked like she had moved out, but her family questioned her physical ability to do so given her high-risk pregnancy. And they were saying, look, she can barely walk because the baby is in breach. So how and why would she be moving furniture? Like, where are you going to go with one month before... You're due to deliver. Um, so I could barely move a heavy dress, let alone a pregnant woman. Yeah, she wouldn't be doing it. So there was a lot of emotional conflict and personal conflict going on at the same time because the family didn't know who the baby's uh, biological father was until long after her disappearance. Apparently, this guy is a friend... Um, of her stepdad, but he didn't know that they were in a relationship. How's that not possible? I, look, we'll get into it a little later, but I just wanted to mention that now. Um, although her family hadn't heard that she planned to move in with the dad, um, and you know they were, and they didn't know that they were, you know, actually dating. Um, her housemate said that she did plan to move in with the biological father. So her family reached out to everyone they knew. Well, she knew, I should say, but she had just vanished without a trace. Since her disappearance, her family has kept in contact with the Baltimore Police Department um, and they've done numerous interviews saying that they don't know if anything has been done. They don't know what the state of the union is with the case. Um, They don't know essentially what the police have carried out if they're even actioning the case. So um, they don't know if the police have found any of her belongings, any idea of where she went, what might have happened, any inkling. Um, and her, her stepdad says, look, that's what hurts us the most, the not knowing aspect of it. Um, in these text messages to her roommate where she was talking about planning to move out, Um, she said she was planning to move out by the 10th of May. Um, No one has come forward to say that they helped her move out of her poor apartment because obviously she needed some assistance 
chance to do that. She's not going to be able to carry... Even I wouldn't be able to non-pregnant. Like, furniture's really heavy. You need at least two people to do that. Yeah. Um, so no one's come forward to say, look, we helped her move her belongings out. She is described as being close to her stepdad, her aunt, her grandmother, um, because her, and her mother had unfortunately died of cancer a few years earlier. And we spoke about how she has a daughter um, from a prior relationship. Um, and so it's kind of questionable that she would be so active this close to end of term, you know, going against doctor's orders where she was supposed to be on bed rest. Um, but she was really excited to have this baby shower for her son. Um, and then, so it was actually her grandmother, like we said, that called her stepdad two days after the shower and her stepdad's name is Sean. And she's like, Sean, you know, I think Akia is missing. We haven't seen her. She didn't show up. Um, you know, something has happened. And then so they, he was at work and he had to like leave work to take the call and then everyone in the family again starts chain calling her, but they her calls just weren't answered. And then they find out that she missed a prenatal appointment and that according to them, that's something that she never did. She was very hands-on and she was really good with keeping up with the appointments, especially given the fact that this one was going to be a more difficult pregnancy and birth. Um, so that's kind of like what tipped the family off and they decided to go to her apartment so, again, I want to emphasise that there's a four-day, a very large gap before she was actually reported missing. And I know we've spoken about it before in other cases, but you could, especially in Australia, and I know the US is kind of similar, you can go in a different state in four hours, let alone how far away you can get in four days. You can have a whole other life in four days. Yeah, it's pretty quick to switch identities. Um, and then one thing that highlighted it for me that is the fact that she didn't have a car, so it would have been made, like, you'd catch her on something, bus footage, train footage, you'd see her somewhere, because if she doesn't have a car, how else is she going to, quote-unquote, escape or yeah, run not. away? So that brought fair play to be the highest um, suspected, you know, ending to this case. Her family doesn't believe that she would have walked away and abandoned her two-year-old daughter um, and that she would have done so so late in her pregnancy. Uh, allegedly, authorities have interviewed her unborn son's father, but they haven't named any suspects in her disappearance, and to this day, her case remains unsolved. When the FBI held a press conference, the family said that there was no interest from national news media to cover her story. That's what she is. Yeah, so this is where I you know, um, talk about that racial profiling and all that kind of thing. Um, it's alleged that the police, sorry, it's alleged that the FBI took over the case because they thought, hey, when she, she's so close to birth, like to having to give birth um, or her C-section date, that um, if we enter her in the database, as soon as she checks into a hospital, we'll get a hit on the system, Yeah. right? So allegedly that's why the FBI took over the case from the police. Um but, you know, nothing came of it. There's no record of anything. Um, apparently in August of last year, her family decided to go back into the police precinct um, and they wanted to get an update on her case and the police were like, oh, we don't know who that is. How is that possible? 
Like, I get that Baltimore PD might have a lot of missing people, but... That's, you know, very suspicious. Very, very suspicious. Um, so it's been three years, or over three years since she's gone missing. Um, and they're hoping, the family's hoping that someone will come forward with information. They're looking for both Akia and her son. Um, interestingly, there were security cameras in and around her apartment complex. However, they were not working. Right. Um, yet around the time of her disappearance. And again, police interviewed her roommate, but they did not disclose to the family what was discussed, what was said, what information was shared. So the family are very blind in this investigation. Um, so Sean took it upon, once the family found out who the father, um, is, apparently he's a child, like I said, childhood friend of the stepdad and his name is Andre Michael Robinson. And he says, I was kind of like, wow, I didn't even know he was dating my daughter. And so he, the biological father, right, did not participate in any, um, petitions, any rallies, any conference, any search of his, you know, girlfriend that he was allegedly going to move in with and his son. Yeah. Um, and so Sean continually kept reaching out to him, trying to find out if he, if um, this Andre knew anything about where Akia might have gone. And so then Sean gets contacted by the police and is warned, do not interact with him. And then the police say, look, um, so the family doesn't know where this guy is now. And they're like, you know, we don't know where he is. And the police are like, it's okay, we know where he is. You don't need to know where he is. Um, so apparently he has multiple children to multiple women. So there's no reason to suspect that he would have gotten upset that she was pregnant um, and done something to her. I hate to say it, but allegedly that's what they believe. They don't suspect him. Um... She, for a long time, well, obviously, she <laughs> passed her disappearance. Um, she'd kept the identity of her, the baby's father to herself, saying, um, and her family said, look, she never discussed who the baby's father was. They didn't ask, but whatever she felt like, what she wanted to come and speak about, um, and that's what her, you know, her stepdad was there for, and he to listen. Um, so, you know, again, he didn't participate in anything, Um so, allegedly, according to the police, he's not a person of interest. He's been cleared. Um, and then I wanted to say, like, just because she went missing from Baltimore does not mean she stayed there or that she's still there now. Um, but just because a person of colour, especially African-American or a black person goes missing, um, especially teens or children or young adults, I feel like the police are very quick to label them as runaways. And they, like, they won't lodge a missing person report. They um, won't send out an Amber Alert because they're just like, oh, they're impoverished people and this happens all the time. They're just runaways. I'll be back when they're ready if they want to come back. Or if they're adults, they're old enough to go do what they want to do. And so on and so forth. So the family had approached The View to do, which is the American talk show with um, Whoopi Goldberg and a ton of other people. Um, so the family approached The View and The View said, sure, we'll give you an interview. Um, and then after the family made some remarks, 
the Baltimore Police Department released a statement to The View about Kia's case. Um, and it said, our homicide detectives have devoted literally thousands of man hours to this case. About a dozen detectives have been involved at some point in the investigation, in addition to about half dozen FBI agents. We have also received assistance from the Baltimore State Attorney's Office and the U.S. Attorney's Office. To date, among other things, a dozen search warrants and or subpoenas have been executed. Approximately 100 interviews have been conducted and dogs and divers have been used in numerous searches. As far as keeping with as keeping in touch with Akia's family, the lieutenant in charge of our cold case squad has personally met with Akia's father four times and spoken with him on the phone another six or so times. Akia's father has also met with the major in charge of our homicide unit, as well as a prosecutor assigned to the case. We have given him as much information as we can without jeopardising the integrity of the investigation. Outside of Akia's friends and family members, nobody wants this case to be solved more than the members of the Baltimore Police Department, and we will keep working until the job is done. And so her stepdad came out and said, um, I have no knowledge of this. Like, yeah, we've met, yeah, we've spoken, but they didn't tell me any of this. Um, and then it came out that her stepdad is a veteran, Right. So he's done service for his country. So if they can't find his daughter and grandson, what's left for anyone else? Yeah, no. Right? Um, they've, they re-say a lot of the time um, and reiterate that she never would have left her eldest child. Um, apparently, she lived, like, part with her mum, Akia, and part with her grandmother and her... Um, well, her great-grandmother, I should say, and um, her grandfather um there was no activity on her social media accounts and cell phone no bank withdrawals no sign of her at hospitals or bus stations since she disappeared um and then so apparently one theory about her disappearance the police alleged that she um was withdrawing a large sum of money and that she may have done so because she had fallen prey to a scam but then there was no paper trail to suggest any of this um, and then on True Crime Daily, when they interviewed um, Andre, he said that she was withdrawing money for a down payment on the house. But other um, interviews say that, no, 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 it was for a new rental lease bond. Um, I don't know much about buying houses, but legitimate closings are either wired, aren't they? Yeah. Or you present them with a certified bank check. Yeah. Um, it's never paid in cash. No. Um, Apparently, the text messages on the roommate's phone that showed Akia um, moved out, but she didn't disclose where. I kind of wish that they could track those text messages to see if it was actually her that sent them. Does that make sense? Yep. Um, when, this is very alarming, but when the family went to her apartment, apparently they found a large hole in the wall. I can't find any description about how large the hole was. Uh, there are no pictures of it. But apparently they found, like, a massive hole in her bedroom wall. Um, to me, that is quite alarming. Very alarming. Why was something stored in the wall? Or did someone push her in there? Maybe. Um, now, this is going to get really weird, right? So the family held a vigil for her and her son. And they were doing it at her apartment. And so they were doing it outside her apartment, I should say. And then so one of the attendees apparently was a friend or family member. 
they found her debit card in the grass. And so her stepdad rushes over and is like, yes, this is her debit card. Found it straight away. Like they were there for the vigil and they found her debit card in the grass. And then in my head, I'm like, there's no way. Like, you know, when you see um, debit cards in the grass, um, you know, when you see something in the grass, like, yeah, but okay. I came across an quote unquote article. Um, I can't speak to its accuracy or validity, but allegedly the biological father's ex-girlfriend, so the girlfriend he had before Akia, was sending Akia threatening texts. Um, allegedly this woman was interviewed by the police and allegedly she has been cleared. Um, in a lot of articles, the police say that they do have a person of interest, um, but they won't disclose anything. So I'm going to ask you what you think about it before I kind of go into my analysis. Yeah. So what's your take? I feel like it's set up someone's covering and placing evidence in the sense that, oh, look, this has happened per chance, but someone, someone's, you know, playing funny buggers. It's all... Oh, 100% it's foul play. It's foul play. 110%. I reckon um, it's a family member. Right. Can I get into mine now? Yeah. Um, now this is going to get really fucking dark and twisted. Only because you said... You know, yeah, the could the, the the card. Yeah, all yes, right. So. so this is gonna get really dark and twisted. So I really fucking apologize. So I yeah, have no, two fine. ways that this can go. Um, I hate to say it, but uh, all right. So when I heard of this case, I immediately thought of similar things like Savannah Greywind, um, or Marlena Ochea, and this is where heavily pregnant women, so they're very close to the end of term, yeah. have been kidnapped. And um, it's called fetal abduction. So people fuck? actually um, surgically, not so surgically, open up the mother and steal the baby in utero. Reasons why That's can fine. go from... I'm not saying it's not. Um, I'm not trying to add fuel to the fire, but this is what I'm thinking because I know, especially in that area, there are documented um, cases of it happening. Does that make sense? Yep. Um, so... I'm kind of familiar with a lot of those cases. Apparently, the National Centre for Missing and Exploited Children has recorded 18 cases of fetal abduction in the United States between 1983 and 2015, and that it represented 6% of recorded 302 cases of infant abduction. So it is out there. It's not like it's not something that ever happens. Um, It's also referred to as womb raiding or cesarean or in utero kidnapping. So this normally it's people who like um, say that I had a husband, right? Yeah. Um, Say that my husband and I fell pregnant and I was pregnant. Say that my ex-husband got shitty. He would cut it out of me. So he'd kidnap me and cut the baby out of me. Then there's also um, the ex-girlfriend of your partner or ex-partner of your partner, will actually drug you, kidnap you, and will cut it out of you and be like, if I can't have F, if, you know, EG's significant other, you can't either, the baby is mine. Holy shit. Or they do it because they want a child and they can't have a child, or they do it because they want to get into child slavery. Holy and, shit. And um, selling off children. Okay, that's fucked. So I'm serious. Like, I'm not talking mad shit. I'm not on something. Um... It's usually perpetrated by a woman, statistically. Yeah. Um, 
and they're generally friends with the um, woman that the victim that is abducted. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Um. So, that's one thing. I'm sorry. I don't mean to make it take a very dark turn, but um, their criminal motives often include delusions of fulfilling partner relationship, childbearing, and childbirth. Fuck. Right. So it does exist. There yeah. are a lot of documented cases out there. And a lot of the time people are found and charged. And the mother never makes it. Um, but the baby's found and so on and so forth. But the people generally are dealt with. Yeah. Right? They're found. However, we also have on the other side of the coin, um, I am aware that the highest cause of death in pregnant women is homicide. Um, in a lot of the, now this is really fucking alarming. I didn't say it during the thing, but I wanted to see what your take on, on my stepdad was. And again, this is me just stating an opinion. I'm not saying that this is fact. I'm allowed to speak my opinion. Um, her stepdad in interviews, especially with True Crime Daily, he was like, um, what did he say? Um, he was like, she was in a sense, basically useless. That's fucked. Right? Because she was so immobile. Um, because of this high-risk pregnancy. And then I'm thinking to myself, if she is so high-risk, why is she living alone? Why did it take that many days for her family to check on her? Why were they allowing her to cart her daughter back and forth between houses and even look after her daughter if she's so bedridden? Yeah. Right? How are they not alarmed that she would... How would they even let her go out and do things alone? You can't have it both ways. You can't say she should have been on bed rest and then not be... Like, I'm just thinking about what my family would do to me, for me, right? Um, so I don't want to say that I think he's a suspect, but there are a lot of opinions on the internet, especially on Reddit, that say similar kind of things. Um, on the Unsolved Mysteries Reddit page, a lot of people hypothesize that apparently her stepdad is the father of the baby. Um, so it's an inside job. And he was trying to cover it up. And again, I'm not alleging anything. This is my opinion, but I think he definitely had a role to play, especially just watching some of the footage of him. Um, something just... Something sits not right with me. I think that he was the one who dropped the debit card at the vigil. Yeah. Someone else identified it because he was the first person to rush over. Yeah. Um, it's like that whole sort of, oh, look what I found, but you actually... No, no, no. So, like, I think he planted the debit card, mm, like, mm. would have dropped it out of his pocket. Yeah. And then someone who's just another family member or friend was like, oh, my God, I've just found her debit card. And then he was like, what? Oh, my God, you don't say. Yeah. Where did you see it? It was in the grass. I'm sorry, but people mow the grass. In the middle of summer, people are on the grass. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. But what am I to say about it? I wish they could track her texts. I don't know how, you know, retrospective that technology is. But, look, all I'm saying is I hope she's fine. I hope she and her baby are alive and well. Yeah, hopefully. I think it would be very hard to go missing as a white woman. Uh, Absolutely. Let alone to be eight months pregnant and go missing. I feel like if it was me that had gone missing, there'd be a lot more... 
interest, let's say, from the media to run that story. Yeah. But, you know, woman of colour, no, it's fine. No, just brush she, it she's a free carpet. spirit. She's just going through some tough shit. She'll be back. She's just a runaway. Yeah. She's an adult. She's allowed to do what she wants to do. And it's just, you know, see, definitely, like, if, if it was a white person, this shit would be solved like that. And it's the fact that it's so... They cool. would be scouring surveillance footage yeah. across the whole city Someone would hack into looking a satellite. for me. There'd be literally a satellite looking. It's not fair. It's no. honestly not fair. So, again, um, to my knowledge, there are no petitions. Um, however, uh, if you have any information concerning her disappearance, please contact the FBI Baltimore Field Office. And, again, I'll say the number, 410-265-8080 or the Baltimore City Homicide at 410-396-2100. She has a missing um, Akia Eggleston Facebook page that I'm going to link. And I'm also going to link the Black and Missing Foundation um, please donate to them if you can. They also sell a lot of merch that I will, um, be in, you know, getting, um, once I've kind of like paid some bills that we're going to get because now it makes sense why our gas was so high yeah. and our water was so high. Um, so yeah. Yeah. So fun and games. It's really, really sad. It is. But yeah, please be sure to, um... Let us know your thoughts, opinions, theories, what you think kind of went down. I'm sorry that I kind of took a dark turn, but... No, 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 it's... Look, I I watch a lot of true crime stuff and I, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's also too, I think it's just the, like, all things aside, now that we're going into winter here in Australia, things are starting to go pear-shaped, um, especially, okay, we'll, we'll switch over to Corona. Suddenly... Do you see that apparently um, a lot of the, uh, Danny Andrews put out a statement yesterday and I watched it and apparently we are going to be one of the areas. Um, I'm not going to say specific areas, but basically everyone we know, our families, all those districts, all those councils are going to have to go back into lockdown. Yeah. Because we had so many cases and what it turned out to be was one family member was ill and then they broke the rules and they had too many people come over. Yeah. And they didn't social distance when people came over. No. Right? Because they thought, oh, um, well, how did Dan Andrews describe it? He was like, they had a party acting like everything was okay. Yep. You know what I mean? With no forethought. No forethought. They just wanted to jump ahead in time as if restrictions didn't matter. Yeah. And then so that one person made 26 people sick and some of those were community transmissions and those people went to work with symptoms and they continued working, right? Yeah. And so Dan Andrews was like, I understand how people will suggest that, um, which is 110% correct and they should have thought about this on a federal level. If you're sick and you can't work, how are you going to pay your bills? Exactly. Right? So apparently there's this new um, burden relief fund where you will immediately get paid 1500 bucks. Yeah. Now, I can say as a person, if I got sick, that doesn't even cover a month's rent for me. No, no, it doesn't. I'm lucky enough that I have the scholarship. Yeah. So it'd be like, oh, shit, I just have to find a month to yeah. crack hard outside of getting sick. Because also what a lot of people do when it's happening are into their... Um, Savings. Superannuation. Now, the thing is, like, if you're tapping into your Especially superannuation Especially in now, a recession. Exactly. You could be 100K down. And sometimes there are a lot of fees yeah. for tapping into your yeah. own money. There's a trick to it. 
and that's, that's how they I'm, make their money. It's better to just leave it, just let it, let it go. And I was actually talking to someone the other day, like we get shares within the company, like a share allocation. Now I was talking to someone and they said, oh no, I, I don't feel like doing the, the higher end. You oh, don't have a choice. I'm not going to say how much. Oh, you can. You can choose low end, mid tier, high tier. And I'm not going to say what I yeah. choose. I'm not going to say what shares they are or anything. Um, but I was talking to someone else and they said, oh, no, no, I don't really need to. But I'll do like a particular, like the low end, like the very, 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 very low end. And I'm like, well, it's not feasible doing low end. If you can, like you think about it, if you're going to buy two packets of smokes every week, they are not going to pay dividends in the end. Once you get no. shares, unless you get rid of them, they're yours. They're, yeah, pretty much. And after three years or four years or however long the um, that's when maturation date yeah. on the share is. And they start paying you out. They start paying you out. Now, that, in a sense, is a nest egg. Because if you have, say, for instance, your super, superannuation, you have a pension, things like shareholding can, in fact, be... Say like a, a there can be something, but like I have shares. Yeah, I have Telstra shares T one and T two. Do yeah. you know how many times those things have saved me? I don't have any savings for my shares up until the start of this year. Yeah, because I needed that money for things. Yeah, and it just and it's not like oh I just decided I wanted to buy a car with them. No, like legitimately they got me over like buying food that but much. Just imagine paying rent. We needed to get a vacuum cleaner. Thank you, Tel. I have a vacuum cleaner called Telstra. <laughs> but here's the thing: imagine, like, down like ten years from now, Telstra does something that boosts their share price like a thousandfold. Yeah, suddenly. allegedly that's what the NBN was going to do. But, but according to my calc, my mum's calc, rough hand back paper calculations, they've paid off for themselves more than enough. Yeah. According to my mum, if I sold them off, that's like. A large port. If I ever decided to get married, that's a large portion of my wedding paid for. And yeah. I was like, you know what? I wouldn't consider selling them because Telstra's going to be around for a feasible amount of time. Yeah, it's a I'm just going to put that money aside, or you know, now that I because I have the scholarship coming through. Yeah, it's not as pressed for money on my end. I can pay rent relatively easily. I remember a mate from uni. His dad had Microsoft shares. Oof. Or has Microsoft shares. And had them since the early Have days. you seen Zoom? Have you seen the Zoom shares? Holy shit. Honestly, I didn't know Zoom who, existed. Who would have Because predicted? if Zoom... I thought it was Skype, right? Yeah. If I knew that Zoom had shares, holy mm, shit yeah. balls. Yeah. Like, let me have a look at them now. Like, Zoom oh, has shit. obliterated, you know... Skype. Skype by a mile. Oh, gee. I don't know how to type. Tippy typing. It's just crazy. But, you know, and it essentially, like, he he fell on financial hardship and cashed out Look so at that. Much. It's gone from... Less than 100 to today it's closing at 250. So you think about it. If you've got 1,000 shares, literally... Double and a half. Double and a half. And that's US bucks. Yeah. There's a house deposit. Big time. Half a house. It's absolutely insane. But also, like... I'm not one to bet. No. I'm not one to gamble. No. I feel like shares are... Like, if my mum didn't buy them for me when I was in, literally a newborn or an infant, like, a, prenatally, I wouldn't have them. No. Right? I don't... I'd rather just put that money in a high-interest account yeah. and let it sit there. And see, that's the thing. That's, like, the share... Maybe we can even do a podcast on 
the share market and you know the ins and outs but when you really go into it it's to do it is with, gambling it's it high is, risk gambling it's high risk gambling and also too there's you need to you can't do it yourself no you need, you a, need a firm to yeah, do it for advisor. you and um, they handle your portfolio and this is where i've spoken to people at work who've been ripped oh and we yes, won't go I into know this that. story. Um, but essentially, t- some people take the money. This poor run. guy, he I'm not going to say his name, so don't worry. I'm yeah, not yeah. going to say your area of operation. But he was like, um, I can't even remember what stock he was trying to get into. Yeah. But the people, he did it online, didn't yeah. he? did it online, um, no face-to-face. And he allegedly made... 15 grand he gave them a thousand five hundred bucks yeah he allegedly made 15 grand yeah and then he was like sweet cash me out no and then the website closed yeah all gone all gone but this is one of the first time he did it he did it multiple times and failed each time but one of the other guys he plays volatile share market but he does it in small increment he watches it and he set a benchmark so he might make a hundred here 200 and he constantly cycles the investment back in yeah so he does it himself but he's he's got a goal and he goes okay so after two months i want to be at this mark this mark this mark this mark the masses that like gets me interested because i'm like yeah i'd like to play those numbers but also it's so much easier when it's numbers on a screen to dissociate the fact that that is your actual real money yeah and he doesn't just go the one commodity. No. He goes about 20 and he just plays you don't, little bits. You don't put all your eggs in one basket no. at all. And he just watches it and plays little bits. And also he's a hardcore gamer. so he He's wants, got the number pattern and stuff He's got down. the number pattern. And he plays... Of course. I won't, I won't say exactly what he plays, but he's down like the, the Street Fighter, you know, Tekken, yeah. kind of that kind of style of gaming. So they actually have big tournaments... And it's a lot of, you know, But also, please don't be investing money in anything apart unless from your you bank can. account. Exactly. Unless you know exactly what you're doing. Because you guessed it, guys. We're heading into a recession. And you will so get if you it. approach a firm and that firm goes bust, you can say farewell to the money you gave them yeah. and the money they gave they allegedly made you because that money will go into protecting their staff and exactly. paying off their assets also, first. Also, beware of pyramid schemes. Ponzi's. Yeah, good and old Ponzi's ML, What is it? Uh, MLM, multi-level management. It's like, here, buy my essential oils. And it's like, are you fucked? You fuck off, you know. And see, this is the thing. People who, obviously, the Tupperware... Tupperware party, that's a Ponzi scheme. There's um one called Sensi, right? And it's like um, they sell wax melts and Maxwell burners and stuff. Yeah. And I liked Dusk's post about the sale, and I liked it specifically. So when I went back in my history, um, I would know what the code was, and this was like when COVID first hit. Yeah. Right? And remember when Dusk was having like a 50% off Easter, 40% off everything else? And I was like, fuck yeah, concrete, going to buy some, you know, candles. And I got them for massive sale. And then also the 5% discount that we get as members. And so someone messaged me who's a Scentsy um, affiliate and was like, oh, I see you like candles. Here, let me show you my catalogue. If you order through me, I can get a 15% commission and I can pass those savings on to you. And I'm like... And then I looked at the catalogue that she DM'd me and it's all American dollars. So you think, oh, sweet, I'm paying a dollar for this one, you know, 10-pack of wax smelts. No, that's like $2. 
and then you have to pay $80 to get it shipped to you. Yeah. And also, when people are like, oh, spend another $30 and you get free shipping, just pay the fucking shipping. Yeah. Don't spend more money getting no. items. That's what they want. Fuck the system. That's all bullshit. So, yeah. So that's it from us today. Yeah. And, yeah, um, apologies for the uh, the crash. I think there's something to do with an update because there had been an update and it forced a shutdown and then a reload. So I think what's happened is it's something to do with the caching um, out of my hands. So sorry okay. about that. Uh, yeah, so apologies for the, qual- the quality of the um, podcast. Sorry you missed all the fun stuff. Um, At least we got through the actual important yeah. information today, which is Akia and her son's story. Exactly, that was the priority. I was just waffling on about, you know, tanks and things, um, you know, the old Abrams. But um, also, too, this is another thing that I'm looking forward to is the new, um, obviously, consoles that are coming out. New gen, next gen. 12 teraflops. Thinking back to the 90s, could you ever imagine... I don't know what 12 teraflops is. It's like just dealing with the, the CPU. Is that 12 floppy disks or 12,000 no, no, floppy no, disks? No floppy disks and there's no horses. <laughs> so, but no, it's going to be good. But I was actually speaking to someone last night and they said, okay, with all the backwards compatibility, it's only going to be the Platinum games because a lot of the backwards compatibility, there's a lot of work going into that. When they say backwards compatibility, does that mean... What's their definition? Does that mean that... I can get an Xbox One disc and shove it in my Xbox yes. Series X? Yes. Okay. So that also means that a 360 game will run on the Xbox I'm just One more concerned because, like, now that Cyberpunk is being pushed to November, yeah. um, the new Call of Duty is going to be, if it even comes out this year, is going to be November, December. Yeah. So there's no purpose getting those games on Xbox One. It's just... But Wait, the Xbox One games will run, but also to... The Xbox if, One games will run, but I'm just saying, I don't know when the release dates yeah. are for next-gen consoles, because they haven't announced them yet. But it's about time, you know, to start thinking about, okay, which games yeah. now... And, like, all the horrors that are coming out. I yeah. don't even know what horrors are coming out this year. And so the other thing, I was talking to someone, they said, why do you mean, like, backwards compatibility? And I said, well, on a PC, we've been doing this for years. It's basically all to do with hardware acceleration and deceleration. So essentially, if you take a game from, say, we'll say 1990, if you try and run that on a system today, the graphics and the physics and the hardware acceleration involved with running that software... It will go so fast. You won't be able... It, it will just blur. But also, it's different when it's on PC because exactly. you can get emulators. Yes. But when it's a lot... Sorry, that's a lot you can, you can get... You can make a game work on PC. Yes. You can backdoor whatever you want to make it work. Exactly. But when it's a locked system, like you PS can't. or Xbox or... Unless you mod it. Unless you it. know someone... You can't mod anymore. No. Because as soon as you connect to the internet... It knows. The game recognises that unlicensed tech is in it. Yeah. And it will brick... And there's yeah. your fucking $500 Xbox con. Exactly. And I was so talking to um, one of my managers, well, I was talking to my manager's uh, son the other day, and he's very big into, you know, GTA. Um, and he was saying, oh, so, you know, you, are you going to get the new console? And I said, yeah, both. And like, this kid's like, what? <gasps> well, you must have a lot of money. And it's like, <laughs> no. No, no, I'm just like a hardcore gamer. That's like, wow. So you, you've got two consoles. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm... I'm only going to get like the, you know, the the main. The question is though, 
if MBN works, yeah. do you want the digital editions or the disc editions? I think digital editions will be up to 100 bucks cheaper. Potentially. We'll see how it goes. But And ultimately, it's getting to the point now anyway where you can only have one game on your console. <laughs> oh, also, I was talking to another mate and he, had, he ran into a massive problem. He's external. Um, there was an issue with the drive Oof. and all these games and everything. So he disconnected Oof. it from his PlayStation, oh, no. put it back, and it bricked everything. No, so, you have to because you have to format it, and once it's in, yeah. it's in. Yeah. Oh no. So um, and he's What's very big. What's the size into... of the hard drive going to be on the new gen? Well, hopefully, somewhere around the four terabyte mark. They have to be decent because now we're looking at games that are going to give, you know, hundreds, two hundreds, three hundreds, four hundreds. So. I feel like there was an image that was circulating yeah. comparing. Oh, here it is. Hold on. Just give me two seconds. It'd be a few terabyte, hopefully. Um, to be advised. Yeah. That's bullshit. 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 What does Tech Radar say? But we're going to be looking at a console now. Some, you know, anywhere from five to eight hundred bucks. Look, I'm still waiting for. Um, I pre 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 ordered it from JB, and from EB, because I was going to be like whoever gets to me first. Yeah. Um, but what I've come to realize is JB has a better warranty program than yeah. EB, so I'm considering just going through JB. Yeah. Um. And also just saying, when Cyberpunk 2077 comes out, COD goes on hold. For me. For you, yeah, not for me. Yeah, it will go on hold. Only because, same thing with The Witcher. But, uh, yeah, hardware acceleration. And also, just quickly too, can we just say that the Alienware that we saw at JB the other day, four grand. It was the baby one. It was a baby one. And I love your question, uh, how much RAM do you have? (laughs) Uh, More than that, yes. Well, but, it was more than what you paid for your computer. Yeah. And it was quarter of the, of the specs. specs. But also, too, I got this how many years ago, and now it's just old. Where's well, time go? Maybe you need a new computer, too. No, not at the moment. It's it's, it's fine. It's Today suggests otherwise. It's, yeah. Someone's laughing in the background. No, it's just because you're shit chicken. <laughs> Deal with it. Alrighty. Um, <laughs> we're going to end this episode here. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Apologies again for the technical issues. That's my bad. No, look, it... Maybe one of my feathers it, went through like a fan or something. Because it's, it's not the cable, it's just... It can't be the cable, it was just the update. cable. Um, is all good. But, yeah. I think I want to get a separate like voice recording device apart yeah, from an iPhone, just as a backup. As a backup, yeah. Um, so thank you so much for listening, everyone. Again, um, please talk about Kia and her son... Yep. Um, petition the police to actually do more about it and have a safe week. Um, good luck out there. Stay safe, safe stay healthy, um, and we'll hear from you guys next week. Yes. Well, you hear, you'll hear from us. Yep. Please be sure to let us know your thoughts and opinions on this case. Until then, may the force be with you. And also with you. Live long and prosper. I am Full Metal Chicken. I'm Steph Afar. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye-bye.